This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is another Astros podcast. All right, here we go. Another 3-2 pitch coming to Puig. Devo delivers. Swing and a miss! Puig strikes out, and that is the ball game! The Houston Astros defeat the Dodgers in 11 innings, 7-6, and they even the World Series at a game apiece. First ever World Series win in Astros history. You talk about the circle of death, Robert. That was one of the most beautiful change-ups I've ever seen. Puig was locked in, a great at-bat by him, but Davinsky too much, and the Astros too much. How about all the long balls in the extra innings to pull this one out? It seemed like the bats had gone ice cold, and they come up big at Dodger Stadium. First team to win here at this stadium on the road in the World Series since the Yankees did it in 1978. Robert Ford joined by Astros manager A.J. Hinch for Game 3 of the World Series, and uh, first home game of the World Series, and obviously that's always really special. Game 1 special, and then when you finally get home, even better. Yeah, it's, it's a little more unique at home just because you see the excitement in the city, the fans. Um, just the atmosphere in your own ballpark, the logo on your own ballpark. It's it's cool to bring the, the World Series here. We want to bring some more wins. And you're able to split the two games in L.A. And I mean, what, what an exciting game that was in game two. I don't know how exciting it was for you at the time managing it, but just so many different changes and eight home runs setting a, a World Series record. Yeah, it was it was also unexpected just the way that it started versus the way that it finished. You know, it was it looked like it was going to be a close knit game, low scoring game. The pitchers were pitching well, a lot of strikeouts early. And then it turned into a you know Homer happy game towards the end. And luckily we came up with with enough runs. They were hard to close out. The last out was impossible to get. Uh, we used a lot of pitchers, a lot of creativity, and, and ultimately celebrated pretty hard after the win. Kenley Jansen, one of the best closers in the game, only had one blown save during the regular season. And Marwin lifts this one pretty deep to left center field. Taylor on his horse, going back at the wall. That's gone. That's gone. Marwin has tied it at three. Marwin Gonzalez hits a home run to tie the score, his first home run of the postseason. And Kenley Jansen suffers his first career postseason blown save in 13 chances. An 0-2 pitch from Marwin Gonzalez, who some say in the clubhouse is the team's most valuable player. 0-2 off of Kenley Jansen and drives it out to left center field to tie it up in the ninth. How big was that home run by Marwin Gonzalez to tie it? Yeah, it was huge because it, it you know, the, the run in the eighth where we, we manufactured a run, we had yeah. the, the Bregman double, and then we had the Altuve move him over, and then Correa gets a base hit. That was that set the stage for Marwin for one swing away. Marwin gets the hit, and at that point, we tie the game off one of the best closers in the league. We feel like we have a chance. Uh, little did we know we were going to need a lot more activity for the rest of the game, but uh, Marwin's swing really jolted our dugout and, and, and gave us the momentum to get, get it done. Before game two, you were getting a lot of questions about George Springer and whether he should stay in the leadoff spot. I've been three for his last 30 in the postseason, but rewarded your faith in him with a great performance, three for five, and had the go-ahead two-run homer. Yeah, I mean, George is, is one of our guys, and I and I know there's a there's a quick trigger to, to, to making uh, these guys, you know, be their best, and 
and we have to stick with our guys. George is one of the reasons we got here. He's a good matchup against these guys. He's only one swing away from, from impacting the game, as we saw. His whole his whole night the other night was good, not just the home run, but yeah. is it bats were really good, and, and hopefully that sparks him for the rest of the series. And when you're playing in any game, but especially in the World Series, you, you need contributions, not just from one through nine, but also guys coming off the bench. Cameron Maben coming in, getting a big base hit to, to help set things up before the homer. Yeah, you know, you use your roster a little uniquely when it comes to the postseason, and, and most of the time it's the same nine guys. It's the guys that we play, and, and the bench guys don't play a ton, or there's some relievers that haven't pitched a ton in the postseason. But you never know when your opportunity is going to come. Cam Maben was prepared. Got a big base hit, a bigger stolen base, and, and, and ends up playing a pivotal role in a win. And Chris Davinsky closing the game out and having to get the final four out certainly wasn't easy. Gave up a home run in that bottom of the 11th inning. But, I mean, tough at bat against Yasiel Puig to end that game and got the big strikeout. Yeah, he, I mean, we couldn't get that at bat to end either. I mean, they, yeah. and, and, you know, obviously it was a night that you never knew what was going to happen, and he was fouling off pitches. He took a couple of close pitches. Devo stayed in the strike zone, finished him with an excellent changeup. One of his one of his – Best pitches of the night, and and uh, and we got to shake hands. You face you Darvish, who you've seen plenty with the Rangers. I know he's changed some things up since going over the Dodgers. What do you expect to see today? You know, I think he's I think he's going to come at us with a power attack. You know, we'll see how many breaking balls he wants to throw. But his fastball's been very good in his in his recent start since he's gone to to L.A. and he's throwing a hard cutter and a hard slider. And um, you know, if he pitches us like he used to, he's a little more off speed. If he pitches us like he's been successful, it's going to be a challenge fastball and a challenge slider. Um, we'll see what he does, what he brings. AJ Hinch, thanks for joining us. Got it, Robert. Well, Dodgers radio broadcaster Charlie Steiner is our guest today on Astro Launch, brought to you by Five Hour Energy. And, and Charlie, we just off of the coma of game two. Have you ever seen a game that just went into a, a boxing match like that? It, that's exactly how we described it the other night. For seven rounds, it was it was a boxing match. A jab here, a uppercut there, and then in the eighth inning, all hell broke loose. And it became this slugfest, it became a street fight, and it became one of the most thrilling and memorable World Series games ever played. And it was only game two. So <laughs> what, what, what I've come away with in the first two games is that these are the two best teams in baseball. Okay, you set the Indians aside, but they're not here, and they've only won one more, I think, than the Astros did. Yeah. So you've got the two best teams who play the game fundamentally right, and it, they've been two games that has done baseball proud. It's, it's, it's really been a thrill to, to broadcast these first two. You got set up for this, for this World Series, and you saw these two teams. It looks like these two lineups in particular can beat you in different ways. The way they're aligned, you've got righties and lefties and two teams with different maybe bullpens, but two teams with different starting pitchers. It just seemed like this is, has a chance to be one of those memorable World Series. And they're both young teams, yeah. you know, and, and, and the Astros finally won their first World Series game, and the Dodgers are looking to win their first World Series in 29 years, and there's a fair degree of pressure on them. But the fact of the matter is we've had 10 guys on this Dodger team that were, were not even born in 1988. So you've got, you've got these two wonderful teams, and, and I think going into the series, my feeling was that the Astros were a better offensive team and statistically they certainly were and could the Dodgers get to the Astro bullpen because the Astros bullpen is not nearly as strong as the Dodger bullpen which was a source of strength for them all year yeah. so what happens in that great strategic breakdown 
you guys tee off on the on the Dodger uh, bullpen. That's baseball, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and, and it's the World Series, so you can look at all these numbers, and stuff then happens. You know, in, in the World Series, Don Zimmer used to say, you win one inning at a time. Then you go on to the next inning. And if you lose that inning, I mean, I'm thinking, for instance, of a Ross Stripling situation. Everything was fine, and then it just didn't work out. You can make the right decisions and have the wrong outcome, and that's why we're here, and now it's the best three out of five. Talking with uh, radio broadcaster Charlie Steiner with the Dodgers, what's your first memory of a World Series? For me, it was like around 1969, 1970. What about you, and what really stuck out? That's because you're young. (laughs) My first memory of the World Series, I was six years old, and the Dodgers, the 55 Dodgers, had finally beaten the Yankees. I'm six. I'm growing up on Long Island. And I am seeing grown-ups, my parents, their friends. They are so happy that they are crying. And I'm saying, wait a minute. You only cry when you fall off your bike and you hurt yourself. You don't cry because you're happy. That's the way you process that, though, right? Absolutely. What's wrong? They're happy and they're (laughs) crying. And again, growing up where I did, you were either a Yankee fan, a Dodger fan, or a Giant fan. In my neighborhood, we were all Dodger fans. And they had finally beaten the tough Yankees. And that that's when baseball kind of hooked me in, that it, it, if it could inspire that kind of emotion. And then the next year, I started listening to Vince Scully on the radio, and I said, that's what I want to be when I grow up. So that's my first memory. And we're making a lot of memories for kids that are growing up now. And the Dodgers haven't been to the World Series since 88. The Astros just won their first World Series game. And you get a chance to do what Vin Scully did for you. How, how does that make you feel? That, that, it, talk about the passing of the baton. Red Barber passed the baton on the Vin. I've been now with the Dodgers for 13 years. Growing up a Brooklyn Dodger fan, then they had the nerve to move. <laughs> um, and now, 13 years in, I just got off the phone with Vin not 15 minutes ago. Uh, being part of that lineage, it's one of those things. There's not a day that goes by where I don't pinch myself and clearly get tongue-tied. You don't mind me asking, what, is, what does Vin tell you when you talk to him before a ball game? Oh, you know, he's he is so happily retired. Just pleasant. Yeah, I mean, yesterday or day before, there he is throwing out the first pitch with Fernando and Steve Yeager. And I said to him on the phone, I said on the air also, I said, you work Dodger Stadium and 55,000 people, the way Sinatra worked a lounge. It was unbelievable. All right. One, two, three. It's time for Dodger baseball. Good night. Love you. Then 55,000 in unison screaming out, it's time for Dodger baseball. Vin is the Babe Ruth of our business. There you go. That's Charlie Steiner. Dodgers Radio. Thanks a lot for catching up. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Steve, very much. Look who's throwing out the first ball at the World Series. All right, Scully. You're in front of this big crowd. There's a lot of pressure. You've been practicing for a week. Don't mess up. Oh, I need a catcher. 
<laughs> no, a catcher. I don't need a scully. I need a catcher. Is there a catcher anywhere around here? Steve caught for 14 years with the Dodgers. It must be terrifying for you to look out here and see me. I must warn you, I worked all week playing catch with my wife. And she said that I had good stuff. My problem, Steve, is my fastball is the same as my changeup. So I hope that doesn't confuse you, okay? So we're ready? You ready? Okay. Here comes number one. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, my gosh. I think I hurt my rotator cuff. I can't do it. I apologize. I'm really sorry. But like all the managers in this game, I'm going to have to go to the bullpen. I need, I need a left-hander to come out here and help me. Is there a left-hander down here? Oh, my gosh. Fernando. Can you imagine one year he had eight shutouts, another year when he won 21 games, he had 20 complete games, 20. I feel like I'm almost defiling the mound. I'm going to get out of the way. Fernando, see if you can get one over for me. So, okay, I'm off the hook. Now, before I leave, and you're probably in a hurry to get me out of here, and I'm all for it, but this, oh yeah, there is one thing you and I always did every day before every game. So I'm going to ask you to do it on three so they can hear it all the way to Houston. <laughs> all right. One, two, three. It's time for Dodger baseball. Good night. Love you. McCarthy set. Looks down at second. Here's a 2-1. And Springer drives one pretty deep to right center field. On the run is Hernandez looking up, and that ball is gone! A two-run home run for George Springer, and the Astros are back on top. It's 7-5. Springer with his second home run of the postseason, the first in the World Series.
Well, it's a Springer dinger. People were talking about, hey, should they move Springer down in the order? Well, he's a triple shy of the cycle. I kind of doubt it now. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.